Good morning and welcome to WSAU Feedback. I'm Meg Ellison. Thanks for tuning in this morning. Oh, who doesn't like a little Betty Davis eyes action? As I was driving in this morning very early, it was very dark, kind of slippery out. This song came on and hey, who isn't going to be dancing around to that? So it was a great way to kick off my morning. Well-Rested Meg is joining you this morning. And before I take your calls, 715-845-2155, I'm going to cover a couple of topics and then would welcome your point of view as well. Again, 715-845-2155. If you didn't catch it, first half of feedback, my guest, Justice Pat Rogensack, joined me. You can go out to WSAU.com, and I'm on top of things this morning. It's already podcasted, so feel free to take a listen and share it with others. I encourage you. Also, speaking of sharing with others, we are T-14. There are 14 days until the primary of our Wisconsin Wisconsin Supreme Court election. So I encourage you again, as I said yesterday, yesterday you had 15 days to share with 15 people how important and critical this primary is to start with because there are four candidates. We only get to choose one on the ballot for those of us who only vote once. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. Yes, all of us should only be voting once. However, uh, that there's no guarantee that the two judicial conservatives that are running for the state Supreme Court will get through to the general. So it's very important that you talk to. Today, we're at 14. So tell 14 people about the state Supreme Court election. And don't just, if there's if there's a way that you can help them get to the polls or if there's a way that you can help them uh, request an absentee ballot, if there is a way that you can encourage more people because all is at stake. And if we, if, well, I will just say the person who's raised the most money is not one of the two judicial conservatives. It's actually Janet Protasiewicz. And we already know, as I discussed briefly with, uh, Justice Pat Rogensack this morning is that uh, Janet Protasiewicz has violated the Judicial Code of Ethics by already telling, well, I guess that's her campaign tactics, as as uh, Justice Rogensack said. That's her, her way that she hopes to secure the low-information Democrat vote. So anyway, I encourage you again to make sure that you are talking about how important and critical this upcoming election on February 21st, two weeks from today is. So Joe Biden has got a big speech tonight, doesn't he? And imagine, imagine if there were an ice cream shortage, how much more he would take what's going on in our country seriously, right? I mean, am I right? I, I presume, in fact, we reported on it, or they, uh, uh, we played a clip about uh, how Joe Biden is going to take an optimistic spin on the state of the state. I guess that remains to be seen, but has he been has he been promised ice cream afterwards? Perhaps, that's why. But how can you be optimistic about record high crime, record high inflation, the border security issue? And then, you know, let's not forget something I talk about probably 
you'll probably say too much, but or I have in the past. I don't care. <laughs> that is my opinion, frankly. The weaponization of a virus. You know, there's all kinds that we could say that the wep- Joe Biden and his administration's weaponization of the federal government. We could go on and on. But anyway, Joe's got a big speech. It'll be interesting to see how he delivers. It'll be interesting to see if he stays awake. I don't. I myself might fall asleep during his speech. But they are predicting that although he is vastly unpopular in light of, hey, let's talk about that that uh, little uh, weather balloon that floated throughout the uh, country last week, and it took it took our uh, military. Well, and I don't. I don't blame our military for this because they have to follow orders but it took our military what eight days to shoot that thing down and of course naturally the the democrats no big deal nothing to see or but trump but trump he didn't do anything okay all right fair enough not really but uh, the idea that the the, uh, the democrats are justifying it hey let me just let me just ask you this Here's an interesting take on this. So the Chinese, and, and I mean, dare I say that the Democrats have even acknowledged that the Chinese unleashed a deadly virus, sometimes deadly virus, on the world. And they're permitted to enter our airspace and float a spy balloon around the country. Granted, of course, we have these devices made in China, so there are... There, I'm sure they're checking one too. I'm sure they're listening right now, either through through the radio or through one of our smart devices. But all of the all of what China represents, and and all the Democrats can say is mm, no big deal, no big whoop. Hey, it's 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 not a big deal, and we took care of it in due time, right? We didn't. And again, all I said, and this is what Chris and I talked about last week is what this tells our nation's enemies is that we are weak. And, and I mean, frankly, I mean, before this happened, weren't we already perceived as being weak? I mean, look at, look at who's occupying the white house right now, Joe Biden, the weakest of the week. I don't know. It's kind of a toss up between him and Jimmy Carter, but I'm starting to believe that perhaps Joe Biden is a worse president than Jimmy Carter. What say you? 715-845-2155 if you'd like to join the conversation. Good morning and welcome to Feedback. Good morning, Meg. Neil Mosini calling. Oh, hello. Did you say Neil? Neil, yes. Oh, how are you? How, oh, just hey, how's, wonderful. How's the weather how's down in Mosini? Is it warmer down there? No, it's always colder. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> hey, last week... The guest host. I'm going to tell you something. You are so much better than that guest host. Oh. That well, guy is something else. Oh. But I'm just kidding. He's a great host. <laughs> I know he is. I love Chris Conley. <laughs> I will not ever say a bad thing about he may He may tend to interrupt from time to time when we're doing the Wisconsin Morning News, but ah, uh, it grows on you after a while. Yeah. You slap him up a little bit, he learns his lesson, then he quits for a little while. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you know, I guess i got to make it more painful, right? Uh, there you go. <laughs> the reason I'm calling, he, he had an interesting topic in talking about uh, uh, problems that government causes and comes up with a solution. They, 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 they cause the problem, they advertise it through the willing media, and then they come up with a solution. 
Job security, right? Job security. <laughs> okay. Now, I'm going to bring up something that I've never heard on your show or anyone anywhere else for that matter. Oh, goody. It's a, it's a first and a breaking news. Go ahead, Neil. Well, this situation has been around a minimum of 30 years that I personally witnessed. And no one wants to talk about it. But I'm going to bring it up right now. I'm on the edge of my seat. Hurry. <laughs> okay. The PFAS. Oh. Okay. Uh-huh. Everyone is wondering what is causing that. And I have this theory. You know, when you look up in the sky from time to time, you see what looks like a contrail, a jet contrail. Yes. Mm-hmm. It is not a contrail. It is a chemtrail. You can, you can Google chemtrail and research it, and you're going to see exactly what I'm saying. Uh, here, uh, oh, God, I believe it was October. No, wait a second. A couple months ago, maybe it was October, I came home from work. <clears throat> I travel a lot. I uh, work for Colby, and, and I travel all over <clears throat> doing my job. And uh, anyway, I came home. I was uh, parking my trailer over at the trailer parking spot, and I looked up in the sky, and here it's plastered. Like, like oh, man, it was horrible, these chemtrails. And this is what's being dropped, you know, through the air, to the ground. We breathe it. We eat it. We sleep it. We, you know, drink it. It, it, it gets into our water. It gets into everything. It's a problem that they've been creating for a long, long time. And now uh, it's in the water, so now it's being advertised as plastic bags or, you know, what the heck ever. And, of course, they have this multi-billion dollar, trillion dollar solution that we're supposed to buy. Yeah, I, I would imagine that, you know, just like I say, there's this unholy alliance between big government and big pharma. There's probably... A, a similar unholy alliance between big government and whomever is producing these chemtrail trails. You know, I I have read about it, and and oftentimes I I you know I I, I guess I think about you go down a rabbit hole and and conspiracy theories. But frankly, I don't put I don't even I don't even refer to them now as conspiracy theories so much as I do. It, it's it's like a, a bad science fiction movie that we are all participating in with our government. That is correct. Now, now I mentioned 30 years ago, um, they started on the West Coast because of the westerly winds, the wind flow, the, 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 the natural uh, direction of the winds. They only did it at night. When you would wake up in the morning, the sky was, it looked like a checkerboard. <sighs> they wouldn't do it during the daytime because people would see it. And so, you know, it's been around as at least that long. Mm-hmm. Now they're just brave as heck. They go out in the middle of the day or any time of the day and, and do it because no one cares, no one notices, no one said anything about it, and they get away with it. Yeah, you know, I I, I have two questions for you. Or, I mean, one's a comment and the other one's a question. But I think... Um, they're they're they've become brazen i mean just like the chinese have become brazen and i mean i guess i could liken this to this uh 
so-called weather balloon, spy balloon that floated yeah. throughout the country over the last week, and and it it took it took a citizen in Montana to bring attention to it. Think of how how long, and I mean, I I would say that this is probably along the same lines. How long our our own government has been permitting this to happen, and we were we were uh, unaware. And and I guess so. Here's my question: Is about about PFAS. Do you? Because I'm I'm often skeptical of the the uh, government created hysteria, and and then and then they swoop. Oh gosh, they got to swoop in and be our saviors and 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 save you know like rescue us from from them. <laughs> really, honestly, do you do you? I mean, because I, I we've talked about this, and I've had listeners that have compared the level of PFAS to. A grain of sand in a, I don't know, swimming pool. Th- you know, yeah, swimming pool. Yes, D- I, I'm skeptical about uh, the PFAS level in water or t- the hysteria around it because of of the products that we have used and that we have relied upon for years. And so, to all of a sudden, <gasps> it's a problem because it's in the water. I mean, how long has it been in the water, and how long has has it been in other products that are really not necessarily doing any harm to us to begin with. Okay. Now, I'll answer that. All right. You're, make, you're making the assumption that it's the landfills and the plastics and all that that does this. I'm saying that's not the problem. Okay. I'm saying it's being planted from the sky downward to, to uh, earth at uh, the land level. All right. So I was not paying close enough attention. Now, well, yeah, and I get it. And, and that's, I think, so they are actually creating the problem bingo jackpot and 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 honestly we could also make a draw a parallel to what the chinese did with this virus and and this you know exactly virus. and i think i told you in a past conversation that they killed my wife mm. my wife went into the hospital with influenza slash pneumonia and myself and my two daughters instructed three different doctors that were working on her case treated for uh, influenza slash pneumonia. Did they do that? No. Nancy was dead in two, and a, in two days. And they wouldn't let us go to see her until she was 99% dead. <sighs> we had to it's take the criminal. mask off. Yeah, well, and... and she just laid her. Just like Tom Young. They tortured that poor man uh, yeah. about three weeks or more. Yeah, that Tom Young who's... From Mozanie, and, and that I is just, correct. He was my neighbor. Yeah, it's it, it's it's it, it's again, it's a bad sci fi movie that is real life that we are all forced to participate in. Well, Neil, gosh, it's been. I feel like you were my guest this morning. You were, you are. So thank you so much for calling in. And I do remember our conversation. And again, I'm so sorry for your loss. And I'm glad you. you're still kicking and still I'm kicking, kicking it. Like- I'm kicking like hell, if I dare say. All right. Well, good. I'll kick right back. So, hey, thank you for calling in this morning. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. Very nice to talk with you. Thanks, mate. Right back at you. 715-845-2155. If you'd like to join the conversation, good morning and welcome to Feedback. Hey, good morning. Boy, was Neil right on the button. Yeah. I've been preaching this stuff for years. Um, Not only is what he's saying it big in the air and the water, this stuff comes down. Whatever they put up there, it comes down. And it's in the food supply now. And it's been going on probably longer than he said. Um, they couldn't do it with uh, 
they couldn't do it with the old propeller planes. That's how old I am. <laughs> um, but the jet planes, once that got going, and it started with just a few companies, and you see it around here quite often, but around the big cities, it's it's much more closer to the airports, and everybody says, oh, it's just a contrail, it's just a contrail. Oh, it's not, and you got to do some looking, because not all of the airlines are involved with it, but they get a government subsidy to help them do it. Um, and so what he's saying is probably got a lot to do with uh, asthma, stuff like that, where people have trouble breathing. And if you've, <clears throat> I'm not sure, certain how old you are, um, but if you remember the sky when you were very young, the sky was always blue and the sun was always yellow, nearly all the time. And now it's not. The sun, the sky is always a pale blue. It's hazy. And the sun is white. And But nobody looks up because we're all looking at our cell phones. Oh. So I just wanted to say I'm, I'm with the man, and uh, I thought that was a very good comment. Well, thanks. Hey, what's your Thank first you. name? Oh, this is Floyd from Merrill. Floyd, yeah, I recognized your voice, but yeah, I couldn't remember the name. Oh, well, thank you for calling in. I'm going to change my name to something else then. Okay. No, I like Floyd. I'll re- <laughs> I'll remember you now. Thank you again right. for calling in. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Thanks. Seven one five eight four five twenty one fifty five. Time for a few more calls. Good morning and welcome to feedback. Hi, Vig. Um, I'm calling because I'm so excited to hear other people that know about these chemtrails. Um, I, I'm urging all your listeners to go to www.geoengineeringwatch.org. It's loaded with information and uh, excellent films about these. Um, on the uh, out in, they did snow sample studies. They're high in aluminum, I like thousands of times higher than what snow should be. I mean, it shouldn't have any. Um, they've been spraying for decades. Eisenhower actually said, those who control the weather control the world. Mm-hmm. This has been happening for decades, but, um, yeah, we had, you know, has anybody noticed the few sunny days we get, you start seeing these, and by the late morning, the sky, you know, we don't even have sun anymore. So here's questions for people that are skeptic about this. One, on the days where you don't see any, does that mean there's no planes flying that day? Or if you see the tails uh, stop and start, does that mean that the pilots turned off the jets for a, for a little bit to coast? No. So these things are real. And um, there have been whistleblowers coming forth, but, of course, they're buried. So, And, of course, fact checkers, if you Google this, you know, they're paid that, you know, to cover it up. Conspiracy theories. So... Kudos to the last two callers, and I'm so happy that there's other people speaking up. Well, and kudos to you, too, then. So that makes three of you. But, yes, I, I have often said uh, tinfoil is not in my color wheel. But, yeah, I, I just I don't put anything past our government. So it's no. it's it's really and, – and, I mean, that's really a, a sad thing to say. I, I, I'm very sad for future generations. I mean, my kids and you yeah. know, future grandkids, it yeah. makes me so sad because, I mean, everything – Oh, I don't know. My it was probably my grandma or grandpa that used to say everything's going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> yeah. Can I, can I end with one thing? Sure. Um, here's my bumper sticker. There are those that think the government doesn't lie, and those that think. Oh my gosh, I love it. I'm so glad that I'm recording this because I didn't get a chance to write it down. I will. I'll make that my mantra. Hey, what's so, your first name? Carol from 
Wywiga. Say Car- Carol with a C? Uh, C, yeah. Okay, Carol. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you tuning in. I hope you have a great day. Oh, thanks. You too. Thank you. Got to go to a break. However, I do want to say comment, and I appreciate it. I truly appreciate the uh, callers this morning. I got a message from a listener that said, there's no chem, this is his opinion now. There's no chemtrail conspiracy. He's a pilot. What he's saying, what what we are seeing is condensation from hot engine exhaust hitting cold air at altitude. I see it all the time from 45,000 feet. That's his point of view. I, you know, I, hey, is he an expert? Perhaps. Anyway, I got to go to a break. I'll be right back with final thoughts on WSAU Feedback. Good morning. Thanks for joining me on WSAU Feedback. I have heard from friends around the state that are involved in volunteer positions with their local county parties or Republican parties that they had some really positive results and outcomes at their county caucus meetings over the weekend, last night. Congratulations to our very own Kevin Hermaning who was elected to be the next chairman of the Marathon County Republican Party. Woohoo! Good job, Kevin. Kicking it with Kevin. You gotta come back, I suppose. Well, tune in tomorrow, of course, where we'll talk about whether or not Joe Biden is rewarded with an ice cream cone after his State of the Union tonight. I got a boogie. Hope you have a great day. God bless.